Hello and welcome to the podcast, The Lotus Eaters, for Monday. I'm joined by Dan. Hello and happy Pride Month all. <laughs> oh. Anyway, <laughs> so um, today we're going to be talking about Anglo Pride, the debt ceiling, and German Pride, which is spooky and scary. I know. Yeah, the last one sounds scary, to be mm. fair. To be fair, I kind of is, but yeah. you know, I'm tepidly being like, okay, yeah. this is allowed. Last couple of times, uh, it didn't work out well. <laughs> Third time's a charm. Anyway, we should mention something first, being the Julius Evola Revolt Against the Modern World Book Club will be at 3.30 UK time on Wednesday, my dudes. So if you'd like to come and see that live, come and join at 3.30 UK time, Wednesday. Otherwise, we shall begin. Anglo Pride, worldwide. It's finally happened. It's that time of the year again, in which no one shuts up because I'm gay, except none of this has anything to do with homosexuals anymore. Mm. I think we've pretty well established that. Yeah, I think I think I think gay men are about to get booted from it on the basis that they're just too normy now. Well, they already were booted along with the lesbians, right? Because it was the new standard that to be a gay man you must like um, vaginas, and to be a lesbian you must love sucking cock, which yes. didn't didn't really that was kind of the whole point in becoming and, gay. And or the lesbian. bisexuals are never really committing enough in the first place anyway. Yeah, so that was that was what happened to yes. the pride movement. I saw Andrew Doyle today being like, "Do you remember when the pride flag used to mean something?" And, yeah, I mean, he's right that it used to mean, uh, you know, toleration, and that's not. But we're going to go through all the news in relation to Pride, because something brilliant happened, which is um, all of the capitalist companies that used to put up that have all chickened out this year. Oh. They've all gone to hell with this. I'm not going to Oh, right, it. okay, good. So, we'll promote something on LotusCesar.com real quick, being all just Huxley's Brave New World Book Club, we did, which was very good fun, and also is, uh, you know, a hellscape in... Your luxury, which yeah, very similar to what we live in. But let's start off. So this just about sums up this time of year, of course. As you can see, this is average London street. Pride never stops. I mean, it sounds like a threat, but... Yeah, <laughs> you know. the worst of the seven deadly sins. Yeah, and um, well, he's not exactly wrong either. This is the person who put this up in his Converse shoe shop. Okay. Because when Wokeness managed to put together a list of all the oh. uh, days that belong to Pride, of course, holy days in the calendar, 145 <laughs> calendar days... For the alphabet. Right. So so World War One and World War Two gets one day. Yes. For a combined seventy five million deaths. Yes. But and don't yet, you know there's a trans genocide or if, something? And if you if you're a man who wants to wear a dress, you get hundred and seventy five days. I mean, bro, they are the most oppressed people on earth. If we go forward we can see how oppressed they are. With, um, oh, you know, yeah, far far worse than that the seventy five million people who got slaughtered. If we go to the next link we can see just um, you know, that's how oppressed they are. <laughs> you can see on the on the left there, I think that's somewhere in America. I forget. And on the right, London. Really? That's London? Yeah. You're not you're not been to Regent Street? That's that's London. Not for a while. God, that's got strong Star Wars theme, isn't it? Should we make it bigger just for folks who haven't seen it? I think the one on the right is probably the most um Imperial looking. Oh my god. I, I don't know why they haven't taken that down yet, because I mean everyone's just been making fun of it endlessly, but Whatever. That's what happens when you're the most oppressed people on planet Earth for all and, time. And, and that circle? Twin Tower Memorial? You mean the one on the left? No, I think it's in San Francisco or something. I can't remember. And, and that Maybe circle means Towers. something, doesn't it? Is that, is that the circle that means AIDS or something? No, that's the black part. That stands for people who are dead from AIDS. But the circle, that stands right. for intersex people. I see. Okay. Yeah, I don't know why they added that. I mean, people always assume the black and brown stripes are for black and brown people. Um, if you go and look it up, no, the black stripe, the brown stripe is for brown people, right. and the black stripe is for people who died with AIDS. Oh, which... that, that's a bit, that's a bit close, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> I'm still never really going to get over that. That's ironically what it's for. <laughs> okay, but are, are the maps on there yet? The maps, yeah, they'll be there soon. 
the, right. the uh, pedos. Yeah. So we'll, we'll get to that in a minute because, um, as I mentioned, they are the most oppressed people on earth. And I believe this sincerely because right. reasons? Okay. I mean, there, there aren't any. And in fact, this has gotten so ridiculous, even on reddit.com, people are making fun of the alphabets. For example, this Holocaust survivor is being told that there's a trans genocide in Florida being carried out. So, of course, everyone's like, shut up. Shut up. So it's one of those genocides where their numbers basically double every couple of years. There, there is um, nobody dying, but yeah. trust me, bro. Yeah. Okay. But we'll get to the next thing, because I made a thread just documenting, I think, probably the most interesting aspect of Pride every year, which is the propaganda aspect. Mm. Now, um, you know, Joseph Goebbels, bit Godwin's law, I know, but mo- known as like the master of propaganda of the modern era, mm. using the, the radio mm. to propagandize the masses. Um, obviously, there's been a lot more creative ways of getting your messaging out there, regardless of the message. And I think Pride probably is the best time of year in the Anglosphere to see just the number of ways you can essentially advertise ideology. I mean, it really yeah. is just endless and things you wouldn't think to shove an advert on. I mean, it's kind of funny. When I went to, if you go to Moscow, you go on the metro, right. there's no adverts. Oh, okay, that's nice. You go down the escalators, nothing. On, yeah. on platforms, nothing. Yeah. There's maps of the tube line you're on. That's yes. it. It's beautiful. I love it. And then you come back to the West and there's adverts everywhere and it annoys you. But Pride is when we go all out and figure out just how many surfaces we can shove something on. So you see here, these are the trains we shall begin with. Um, because why not? Cover literally the insides and outsides of every part of the train. And it's with... the right shape as well. <laughs> many a meme. If we scroll down, we can see more of these as it goes on. And if you have any, do send me them. We have the police, of course, who have shoved it on their lapels, their cars, their hats... And also on their unicorns that they keep on the car. I bet you the police are self-aware enough not to go and park one of those outside a mosque. Oh, we should hold a pride event next week outside a mosque. Yes. God, what would happen? <laughs> <laughs> Just call for a police joint. Come on, join us. I know you love... Uh, anyway, Bring your <laughs> rainbow car with you. So, I mean... Political stuff aside, it's just what I'm looking at right now is the number of places you can stick your messaging because it really is endless and things you'd never think of. Go to the next uh, scroll down on that. We can see some more. Of course, the endless crosswalks, which have, um, you know, the revealed public preferences. And I, I love the videos when they, on it. when they try and get a horse to, to, to walk over those things and they just freak out. The horses are like, no, yes. I, I won't take the gay steps. Yes. Takes the big steps instead. We go to the next one. Speaking of walking, there's also escalators and stairways and everything. See there, the London Metro, unlike the Moscow Metro, just, just saying, differences in the world. There's also the um, sits you could take. You want to sit on a park bench? I don't think so. Messaging time. It's time for messages. They really are quite <laughs> keen to push this stuff. It really is just everywhere in the West. And I just mean in the sense of every possible place you can put it. In fact, the church has got in on this, of course. Shove it in your church collar, shove it on the church pew. Well, the church is an interesting analogy with relation to like the US, because in the US, of course, they've got this separation of, of, of state and church. Hmm. Uh, so basically, that just left them wide open to another ideology being able to be pushed by the state. And basically what this is, is it's just, it's just a religion in all but name that now has full state backing. I mean, if you can click on the top right image of those four on the church one, I mean, that problem is the one that is just weirdest to me. We, what we're describing here is we've got some, like, pane glass windows with God knows what on it. I don't know then, what I'm looking at there. And at the bottom, it just has, like, carved in stone, diversity, healing, glory, wholeness, inclusion. So, <laughs> years ago, I actually read the Bible, and it is not about diversity and inclusion. And inclusion. No. It, it, it is, in fact, it, it gives a whole <laughs> list of people that you need to genocide. 
for, for various crimes against God. Yeah, he's, he's like, oh, there's, there's a whole bunch of tribes. He's, he's like, they don't exist anymore because they were successful, but like the Hittites and a whole bunch of other ones. Yeah, just just, just kill them all. Have you ever seen the, the punishments for the Ten Commandments? No. So the commandments, um, there's some people who believe they're in order of severity, of course, the first right. one being the worst. You know, shall Got not me. take other gods before me. Right, okay. First one, right. Do you want to know what the punishment is for that? Uh, death? Genocide. <laughs> whole whole villages, um, <laughs> right. women and children and animals okay. need to be killed. I don't know what the animals have done. This is for a first offence, is it? <laughs> yeah. I was, I was listening to Ricky Gervais' podcast where we went through all this. It's just like, the first four are all genocide. Um, and then it's just death. And then excessive fines for stealing and so forth. Anyway, should we go back to the list and, and move on? Because that's enough God talk and the church. So we have here um, the weapon manufacturer socks, which, of course, don't, don't you want to get your bomb Raytheon socks? Raytheon pride socks. Yes. Killer robot socks for pride. <sighs> There's also light, of course, serves the, the god emperor of rainbows. We have here London, again, just being London. Um, I mean, we make fun of the United States, but no one, no one seems to do it cringer than London. But uh, again, that's not even England. Uh, anyway, for, for people listening, I want to describe the last one in specifically, which is at one point they decided to change the traffic lights to have transgender symbols in them because there was no reason given ever. I don't think anyone figured that one out. We'll just end the last one and, here. And I'm, just, I'm just struck by, by the one on the left there, which is a whole building wrapped around in the, in the pride flag with, with the soldiers lined up ready to salute it. I mean, and basically you've got to remember all of this stuff. It's basically about how people come and... You know, if, if 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 you if you want to come in an unusual way in your own house, fine. You know, do whatever you want. I, I don't particularly care with whoever. I mean, as long as you know those li- glasses, the movie where you put them on and you see the real message. Yeah, it's just the word "come." Yes, yes. I mean, that, that's that's what pride is all about. It's, just everywhere. It's, you can you can come you in, a, in the train in, in an unorthodox way, and as long as you're doing it in your own home with somebody who's of legal age. I don't care. I mean, that would come be... however you want. But what? Why do I need to have come advertising <laughs> on absolutely everything? To be honest, I think that might be the best protest of all time. People started graffitiing on them. Just the words "come." Well, that, well that's what it is, <laughs> isn't it? It's yeah. just that's the TV screen as well. If you want to open that up, I, I forget the name of the. It's a very famous place. I can never remember the damn name of the place. You know, it's the big TV screen with all the adverts on the color adverts and whatnot in the centre of London. You know uh, what I'm talking about? Oh yeah. Something circus or park or who yeah, cares? Piccadilly Circus. I didn't recognise it. Park first, but yeah. anymore anyway. Moving forward though, because um, there's, there's there's that. I don't know if we scroll down just real quick, just to show off one more thing actually, which is if your if your store is crumbling and closed down, just put a flag on it. Don't worry. I mean, it reminds me as I've said before in Brazil, where they started covering up the poverty by just painting the houses various colours, and then it just looks nicer because it wasn't all grey. It's like you're not fixed anything. I, I, I like the Babylon Bee take on it, which is you know pe- people in brown countries put the pride flag over their their hut to make sure that the US don't bomb it. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely true. But we get the next link because there is uh, one person I, I at least have some um, I'm gonna say respectful in the way that they did pride, which is Opera GX, which just tweeted out two black men kissing as their logo. Burgers. No, because in the comments, like you can see here, this this is the real Pride Month logo, as they say. But then in the comments, they were just like. I don't care about corporate capitalism. I don't care about selling much. I just like gay sex. I was like, okay. Well, at least yeah. they're honest. So there, I, there mean, you are. I appreciate. I appreciate that there are gay black men, but the, the gay <laughs> community, the, the black community as a whole, is really hostile to this. Yeah, idea. sure. But I think this gets more to your point, which is like, this is actually what you're celebrating, and that's yes, yes. You know, kind of weird to put as your logo, which <laughs> I would have thought just in general, anyway. But okay. I mean, put the words "come" as your logo if you want. 
we'll move forward because the the uh, MOD decided to jump in to the debate. Of course, tweeting this piece of crap out. People have seen this before. I think Xbox used it as their logo once. And now the MOD is the Ministry what of even Defense. Is that? The UK. This is the new Ministry of Defense flag. Come on, join the army. Die for our Christ, glory. You wouldn't want to be looking at that after some mushrooms, would you? <laughs> Can you see the Bulgarian flag in there? Top right. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Because that's obviously yeah. just a mess. It's not the only new attempt. If you go to the next one here, people have been shoving their corporate logos in it. As you can see, I think this is the library. Decided to put a little swirly thing, which is their logo. So there's that. And then there's pride in surgery, of course, as well. This is surgery that, you know, does that kind of surgery. I don't know if to do it to kids. But cutting off healthy breasts, that's their pride, uh, as uh, Posey Parker says. Bit weird. Idea. Pride itself has made a statement in London. We can go and check them out. They're obsessed with kids this year, publicly, which is strange. They decided to tweet out, Pride isn't about straight kids turning into queer kids. Pride is about not turning queer kids into dead kids. Well, yeah, but it obviously is, isn't it? Because I don't think there are any queer kids. During the pandemic, because basically okay, what was happening is the amount of um, trans kids was going up and up and up on, 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 a, on a curve like that. And then we had lockdowns where teachers didn't have access to kids and the amount of trans kids actually started going back down again. And then they got the teachers got hold of them and it started going back up again. So obviously it is grooming. I mean, I don't agree there are queer kids. Um, what do you, what do you, why are you talking about kids? Yeah, my kids aren't even sexualized one way or the other, are they? I mean, the hell's matter with you? Yes. And, uh, well, I think it's a correct response. We got the British Library, because the British Library actually had the best thing about Pride to put up. They decided mm. to argue gay men are women because fish. Okay. Talk, talk me through the steps. Right, so here we are. This is the post. Yep. They deleted this after they realized that maybe gay men aren't women because fish. Hmm. You think I'm joking. That is literally <laughs> the, the, the complexity of their argument. They tweet out about this fish you've never heard of who has a really weird mechanism for reproduction. Right. And um, that's to do with pride, because fish. I, I suspect it isn't spaffing over another chap fish's back or something, though, is it? <laughs> well, if you scroll down, they have some more crap where they've just written about this fish's life and just nothing. Just, just no real reasoning other than this is for Pride Month. Here's our pride logo, of course, with the transsexual... This feels to me like somebody had a whole interesting <laughs> series of tweets lined up about some fascinating discovery involving a fish, and they were just about to hit publish when their supervisor came over and said, you can't publish that because it's got no pride stuff in it. So they're like, oh shit, how, yeah. can I, how can I make it about pride? And they just half-assed it. I mean, you ever seen uh, Rockbusters? Uh, so Carl Pilkington used to do this thing where he'd give you a clue, it's a crap game. Anyway, it was a Christmas edition, and everyone was wondering if he was going to make it Christmassy, and he hadn't. So at the end, he just added, so he'd, he'd do the clue for the quiz and then just add at the end, by the way, have a good Christmas. Just, you know, like shaking some bells or something to be like, yeah, right. we're taking part. Mm. Can't be bothered. If you go to the end here, we have uh, the responsible party, which is they, they tag a whole bunch of people and say, you know, thank you for these people who helped us learn this on Pride and blah, 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 because, you know, fish equals queerness or something. <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. No. Celebrate nature and all its queerness because fish. Um, these people yes. all have she, they or she, them. Or they, them pronouns. Mm. So they're all got multiple personality disorder, is what I presume from uh, someone who would use that well, kind of I mean, pronoun. It, it, it's a certain type that goes into librarianism in the first place, isn't it? I mean, yeah, just, you know, I, I know I'm kind of edgy on it, but what the heck? Yes. I mean, this is the kind of madness that people will do if you give them mad ideology and just let them run with it. They will turn to you and be like, yeah, men are women because fish. I mean, there's a reason they deleted it. Well, moving yes. on, we go to RNHS, of course. Who decided oh, yeah, to, obviously they're going to get in on it. Because, you know, they're, they're cash-strapped. Diversity budget isn't cash-strapped, but yes. you know, the rest of it is. 
presume. Well, they're always whining about they've got any money. Well, they decided to. You can see here. This is King's College. Who decided to um, paint their place and? And I bet that cost like at least forty grand yeah, to get that done. I mean, the individual who's responsible for this flag as well, the one in the pure white in the centre there, who's cutting the ribbon. Hmm. Um, that person is the one who supposedly quote invented the new flag with the intersex symbol. Presumably, that's under copyright. Is it possible to zoom in on the face? Because oh, we'll get to it in a minute. We'll get to the next one oh, actually. Right. I think where you can see the individual's um, <laughs> Twitter account. Um, she, they. Yep. Yep. So this person is getting all the promotion out of it, their flag being used everywhere. For some reason, the old one wasn't good enough. They changed it now because reasons. I mean, it's kind of funny, actually. I mean, intersex at least is a thing you could point to and be like, oh, that's a biological reality. It's not something that happens in the mind. It's something that happens in well, the DNA. Incredibly rare, though. Yeah, yeah, of course. But I mean, least... it's, it's unlikely that in your, in your daughter's school there's going to be, like, 12 intersex people. I'm not but... arguing that this should be normalised. Uh, yes. You know, the, this is what we almost learn about yeah. or something. But I, I do find it funny that the, the trans part of it has been moved out a little bit for this, which at least, you know, makes at least more sense than the, the other stuff. Moving on, though. We'll, we'll go to the next one, because it turns out this person is also responsible for the trains, as I mentioned earlier. Right. Great. Also London, if you go to the next one. And... um is now on the Bank of London's honours list. Negative, and it's it's shocking to me. Oh, so God. I think that's a really important to the, day. Whatever noise is coming out of her. But we'll get to the next one here, because then we can see the Bank of London's honours list. Let's put this person on there. This is how oppressed you are when you're backed by banks. Yes. So the full backing of the state, the military, and the central bank, yeah. uh, and corporations. But that's airstrip one. We're done with that. Let's right. move on. Let's go international, because Pride, of course, is all over the world. Yes. Just a quick stop to uh, the Philippines, who decided to put this up in the police office. Um, so this is a district office for the transportation. They have priority lane there. Senior citizens, pregnant women, person with disability, LGBTQ. Ah. <laughs> Wait, so all you need to say is... Because the B, I mean, that that's easy, isn't it? I mean, you could you could just say, you know, I, I had a bit of a reach around once and you can get in a priority lane. I, too, have joined the Masons, so I don't know that <laughs> you're in there. Quote, It is worth noting that priority lanes exist to help people with physical and or mental difficulty <laughs> in processing transactions. We wish to make it clear, said a local... <laughs> said a local gay rights group, being LGBTQ is in no way impairs a person's physical capability to take part in social governmental functions. Right. Which is why you get priority. Which <laughs> Okay, whatever. There was it's a joke just, I could make here. The, but the, the funniest um, slip. Yes. There we are. We'll move back to the Anglo world because we'll, we'll go here. This is uh, a gender-affirming elementary school. The co-executive director wait, using wait, wait. he, a him, a and his Elementary partners. school. So that, so that goes up to about six or seven? Mm. Oh, dear. I mean, your point about it. I mean, groomer's safe at the bottom there. I don't think so. But we'll go to the United States because the United States is um, like ground zero. Yeah. At least in the, in the elitist circles for this stuff. We have the Department of Agriculture who decided to join in. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know why they're turning the food gay. <laughs> I, I thought the frogs were enough, but never mind. We have uh, US Energy is also now gay. There we are. All of it. It's all gay. gay well, like you say, it's not even, it's not even gay anymore. They've been, no, they've been pushed out. Yeah. And, and actually, the trans, the trans will get pushed out. Within within twenty years, trans will be marginalised as well. Ah, no way. And, 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 and no, it'll be it'll be furries and um, you know, the kids stuff. The by furry then. map alliance. Yes. One day, no, yes. hopefully not. But we we'll go to the next one. We have the U.S. Education 
department who decided to also come out and be like, yeah, that's that's what we're about. I was like, okay, this one's not a joke. Just American education is gay. Cool. And then that's the extent of it, really. You have some government departments, the occasional cringe posting, and in the corporate world, shut it down, boys. Right. Not this year. Because, you know... Because normally they're going for that stuff pretty big. Yeah, every year. Their Western outlets change their flags. The Eastern yeah. outlets in the Middle East don't. It's always a thing. Strange. But this year, Ooh. we can see here, this is Major League Baseball, who decided to do a Pride logo for all of a day, and then went, took it down. No more of that. Interesting. Uh. The US Navy also decided to run away. You can see here they... Now, I mean, if anyone's going to put one of these up, it should be the Navy. Yeah, I mean... In the Navy, we trans our kids at sea. In the no, anyway, but they decided to change their logos and their backing, and then they for a whole, I think, about two hours before they put it back, just to say that we did. Mm. There was also an event, an event in Florida that decided to uh, cancel its LGBTQ event because literally zero human beings brought tickets. Go the next link here. Interesting. Seems like the culture's changing. Um, another company in question decided to skip it. Can you guess who? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Bud Light were like... Yeah. <laughs> and I bet all the other beer companies decided to skip it as well. Yeah, it turns out a lot of companies skipped it this year. Right. Here's the next link. Someone has compiled a list. This is World Statistics. Um, Apple skipped it. Microsoft, no. Saudi Aramco. I mean, that's pretty usual. Uh, Google, nah. Amazon, not interested. NVIDIA, no. Meta, no. Tesla, no. Visa, no. ExxonMobil, not interested. Chevron, Nestle, Procter & Gamble, Coca-Cola, no thank you. Strange. You have to go a long way down that list until yeah. you get to Merck. I mean, you've got Bank of America, Pfizer. Yeah. Oh, no. Pfizer, fair enough. Uh, AstraZeneca didn't. I sense a change. Mm. I sense a change in the culture, especially the corporate culture, realising this doesn't work. I mean, it made you look bad at the best of times anyway. But yes. these days when you're... Because they used to think it was costless, didn't they? Because they used to think, well, if we don't do it, we might get in trouble, and if we do do it, no one is there's there's like no cost to to doing it, so everyone just did it. Everyone assuming it was yes. something to do with accepting gays or whatever. Yeah, but that's long since gone. That paradigm is long dead. Well, that battle instead, was, was sort of won in the what, like the eighties or something. Yeah, but the uh, the paradigm of well, do you put the pride flag in your thing for Pride Month is no longer about homosexuality as we've been over. It's about do you believe that a man could become a woman or yeah. should we do this to kids, etc.? That's the yes. topic of discussion, which is why gays and lesbians have been kicked out of pride parades all over the Anglo world, which is hilarious mm. because they, they don't agree that they're attracted to the other sex. That's that's kind of the thing that they've gotten yeah, involved I mean, with. If, if, if there's a genocide of anybody, it's... It's gays. Well, it's it's definitely lesbians. Yeah. Because you used to be able to just be a lesbian. On the and, Yeah, and, but, but now it's like you have to... Okay, well, you're going to have to start having some hormones now. Funny thing, though. This has got quite a lot of people in the left quite worried. Good. Yeah, I'm quite happy too. Mm. Go to the next link. We can see someone here. Got 20,000 like a Rooney's. Uh, being very worried as they as they write here. As much as I hate rainbow capitalism, it's honestly a scary reminder of the times ahead that companies don't find us profitable enough to do their usual pandering BS anymore. Yeah, you were never profitable. Because as we've been over, gay people and straight people both use YouTube. They yes. both use Spotify. They both drink Coca-Cola. You know what yes. symbols represents them? Symbol of the company for the product. Yes. They're not some weird rainbow stuff. And if you also decide that, well, to pander to the gay community, you also have to engage in, well, telling gays they're no longer gay. They were, yet, they, they you're going to destroy your entire community. 
There are strands of self-realisation going through this. This is mm. interesting. It's almost there. But anyway, they're not the funniest ones. Xbox. Xbox decided to hit out of the park. I think they win this year's Pride because they did this, <laughs> where Xbox had their weird schizophrenic Pride logo for a day yeah. and then went, get rid of that, and decided then to change it for the rest of Pride with an Xbox logo that's on fire, representing presumably hell. <laughs> for some reason <laughs> so they have got the maps on there <laughs> maybe they maybe they realized and were like uh <laughs> i don't know I, I finally sh- who knows but i think yeah xbox you win you, you get my award for yes. funniest <laughs> company well during pride xbox. that is big bants but otherwise anglo pride so far not very eventful except from the fact that that not being very eventful is a good thing all the companies are bailing now, we will join us for the last segment in a minute where we'll go through German Pride, who are doing something Ooh, yeah, quite a sounds, bit more funny. Yeah. But otherwise, see you then. Right, let's talk about the US debt ceiling. Uh, now, this is a subject that I did actually cover in some detail on the on the website in my Brokenomics series. So let's have a look at this. Uh, I, I did a whole segment on uh, the debt ceiling, and I went into quite a bit of detail into the topic. And actually, let's see how I finished off the last few seconds of that before we get into this. Right. So that was a that was a good quick one on the debt ceiling. Um, keep an eye on it when you see it in the news. When there's something significant to say on it, I'll, I'll do a quick update either on Brokenomics or on the on the podcast, and then I'll, then I'll reference it here. But just know uh, there are deeper layers to this. Um, the US has defaulted four times already. Shutdowns have happened 22 times. It's happened before. Um, the GOP are actually holding a lot of cards this time, so they could, for some semblance of sanity to US government spending, although I expect them to fold because they always do. And don't take your eye off the bigger picture, which is the geopolitical drivers that are pushing a lot of this around in the background. So I covered their... Um, I'm going to go into a whole loads of detail, including the geopolitics, which I won't be able to get into in a sort of surface level analysis like this. I talk about the history of, um, you know, the, the the debt defaults and the previous shutdowns and all that kind of thing. Um, and I also talked about the uh, the 2011 debt uh, debate shutdown back in 2011, and basically I explained why the GOP had a lot more cards in their hand this time. So uh, that video was filmed about a week before it went out. It went out last Tuesday, and by Thursday. The GOP had cucked on it. Um, so, yeah, it's not looking impressive. Now, if you want to see why I think this is a bit of a problem, let's go to this chart. So this shows you um, US national debt over the years. Now, as you can see... Perfectly healthy. Yes, it's not, not, not looking that good. I mean, it's, it's, it is sort of spiralling rather, rather quickly out of control. So, I mean, to, to pick a random point, let's say, I don't know, uh, 1971... US debt was was about 380 billion back then uh, and it is now 31 trillion so and you've got to ask so what, have we given that much to Ukraine yet <laughs> what has the US got for all of that all of that extra money because you know actually things weren't that bad in the 70s you know uh, we, we we got an image here of um you know a childhood of the uh, of the 70s and I don't know about you Callum but but that all looks pretty good to me you got you could have a bike. Yes, kids there with their with their choppers. Uh, you know those kids are you know what's your, what ten or twelve or seventeen and a half depending on which one which one you're picking there. You know they're going to grow up uh, to basically buy a three bedroom house when they turn twenty one. Um, they've got they've got a bright future ahead of them. 
Um, and, um, you know, basically since since that time, since 1970, the US has been racking up mm. debt at a rate of $1.6 a day, right? And, you know, where, where has all that money gone? Because it's certainly not gone on infrastructure. You know, I've, I've been to the US. It was, I was just decidedly unimpressed. I mean, here in the UK, our infrastructure is, I mean, it's okay. Roads are all right. Bridges are all right. And you go to Germany or something. The advantage and, we've got is dense. Yeah. And uh, you go to Germany or something, and, and it's like you've gone to the future. And then you go to Japan, it's like you've gone to the future future. And then you go to America, and everything is falling apart. So I, I don't really understand where this money is gone. Except I do. It's basically gone on um, lots of lots of wars and also some social programs to basically buy votes, which basically involves uh, funneling as much corn syrup as possible down the throats of certain demographics until they need to be winched out of their apartment window. Uh, so you, that that's where all this money's gone, wars and buying votes. And, um, you know, and, and I could give you a whole load of more charts, and I've, I've, I've done a whole load of these sort of presentations on, on you know, um, you know, financial situations before. Nobody really remembers the uh, the pertinent points, unless I find I boil it back down to an individual. So let's take the US and imagine that they're a person, right? To put this in perspective. So this person, they have $680 in the bank, okay? And they have um, credit card debt of a quarter of a million. Yeah. And they have to pay um, seven grand every year just to service the interest on their credit card, minimum payments. Right? That's not bad for that debt. <laughs> well, they got a low rate. That, that rate is going up quite significantly now because it was all basically zero interest rates for a long time, and now it's creeping up and the, all this is being refinanced. So that's going to go up a lot. Um, now, the good news is that this person, we shrunk you know, the US down to the size of India. This person has an income of about 36 grand a year, $36,000 a year, right? Okay. Um, but he's spending... $47,000 a year. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it's worse than that because this person has agreed to take on future debt of one and a half million. But they're legally obligated to take on. So that'd be things like Medicare and military spending and social security. So, you know, and, and this person's only only 36 grand a year. So you can, you can, you can see the, the absolute state that the, the, the American economy has got itself into. Um, I mean, it's so bad now that the U.S. economy, it, it, it's, its debt is the same size as the economy, right? And the amount of money that it's spending on just servicing its debt is, is about 2%, and GDP growth is about 2%. So basically, all, <laughs> GDP, all GDP growth is going to service the debt. So if you're thinking, oh, it's okay, this will get better, no, it won't. It's impossible. It's, it's, it's impossible. There is nothing left to grow out of this. Um, you know, Ameri if you're American and listening, to you, you need to get these sort of um, establishment boomer swamp creatures out before before you're basically sort of crushed under, under the weight of this. So anyway, so in that Brokenomics episode, I go into a great deal of detail about 2011. Now, that was the last big blow up about the debt ceiling. And the reason why that was a bit different and the and the Republicans were said to have surrendered back then is because uh, the basically the as we know as we know is undisputed now, but the media is a whole bunch of Democrat partisans. And um, the, the, the the Republicans they they apparently couldn't get their message message across and they were going to be blamed for everything and so they ended up caving on it. Right. And that's and that's not the situation that we've got now because um, you know, there was alt media back in two thousand eleven, but it was it was kind of nascent. It wasn't really there. Now, this time round, you've got a really unpopular president who can't walk or talk without basically doing himself an injury. 
um, who messed up lockdowns. Um, he did mandates. Uh, he, he did a humiliating retreat from Afghanistan. He picked a fight with Russia, and it's looked like he's, he's on the verge of losing that. Um, he destroyed the uh, US's and the dollar's reputation around the world, especially with key allies like Saudi Arabia. Um, there was a widespread understanding amongst voters that US debt is completely out of control. So to put this in perspective, from a CNN poll, uh, they found that 80% of Republicans wanted US federal spending to drop. 80% of Republicans, right? Two-thirds of independents wanted it to drop. And even 50% of Democrats want spending to drop. So this was the perfect time to have this fight. You know, you, you couldn't ask for a better opportunity to try and get this down. Um, and they surrendered. They just gave it up. So let's have a look at how bad this deal is. Uh, because, you know, this um, <clears throat> the headlines that you might have been seeing on the mainstream media talk about, OK, they've done a deal for another 18 months and it's going to extend the debt ceiling by another four trillion is what they say. So, you know, straight off the bat, let's take a look at that. So, you know, before I said that the uh, the US debt was going up by about 1.6 billion a day. Right. Well, now it's going up by seven billion a day. Just on the basis of that, uh, which is uh, which is not good. But actually, it's worse than that because they didn't just raise the debt ceiling. What they did is they they suspended it. Yes. Well, forever. Uh, well, until first um, of January twenty twenty five. So the so the U.S. government now basically has an all you can eat buffet. Until then, they can rack up whatever level of debt they want. So they could take it to you know they could take it to forty trillion if they wanted. Yes. I didn't realize they did that. Yes. Okay. So I mean, it's I mean, this is this is this is a complete and total unconditional surrender, and and it's worse than that because if you think about that date, the first of January, that's when they're going to have the next debate. So it's a bit of a live thing at the moment. But if you put it, if you put the next rise in January, that's basically a Congress um, lame duck session. So it's after the election, but before the new Congress take their seats. So that is the minimum possible amount of voter pressure that Congress ever get is in these lame duck sessions before the new Congress takes and the election is already out the way. So at that point, they're obviously going to raise this by significantly higher than they've even done now. Right, so it's, it's basically a, a complete um, web of lies on this. So if you think that this debt ceiling was, was generous, you know, you, you, wait till see, you wait till you see the next one. Now, the point I have to make on this is, in the UK, we kind of have a two-party system. And the way it kind of works here is we've got the, um, the blue team who pretend that they're in favour of low immigration and the red team who say they're in favour of higher immigration. But as we all know, they, they actually both want immigration as high as possible. Right. And, and in the US, the dynamic is slightly more that you've got um, a two party system and one party says that they want um, spending to go ever higher and the other party says that they want um, spending to go lower. But don't believe them because spending always goes up significantly. And then there's, there's a sort of broader point here is that, you know, there was a time in Western democracy where if you didn't like what your government was doing, you could vote them out. Whereas now you need to get rid of the entire apparatus of government. Yeah. In order to change the system. I can't even a single Western country where it's Yeah. You actually feel like you could vote for the other party and things would instantly change. Yeah. Instead, both major parties are always in lockstep with each other. So they they talk a good game, but they always do exactly what they were going to do anyway. And you can see you can see examples of this because um occasionally you get a system in the a, a situation in the US system where one party basically controls everything. So Trump had this for a little bit at the beginning and Biden had this at the beginning. And that's really difficult for them because suddenly they've got no excuses not to do all the things that they've talked about. 
and they have to find a way of not doing all of those things and they talk it out and then eventually there's another election comes along and it gets them off the hook. But I mean, the, the worst nightmare for a US politician is to be in a situation where they actually control all the levers of power because then they, they've got no more excuses as to why they, they can't do this sort of uniparty stuff anymore. So anyway, so this deal um, that basically sort of give uh, the government unlimited debt for the, for the next 18 months, um, that, that's gone through now. So it went through the Senate where one third of Republican senators voted for it and two thirds of Democrat uh, senators voted for it. So it was Kevin McCarthy, who's a, who's a Republican, it was his deal and yet twice as many Democrats voted for it as, as Republicans. Now, let's take a look at how disgustingly happy um, this, this uni-party, odious little toad Kevin McCarthy is with this deal that is given the federal government unlimited debt. Let's have a look. This is fabulous. This is one of the best nights I've ever been here. I thought it would be hard. I thought it'd be almost impossible just to get to 218. Now I found there's a whole new day here. We've woken them up. Maybe they listen to our speeches. I don't know. We can't keep doing the same thing to solve the problem. We have to think differently. And we can't do it with just one party. We are all in this together. Look at that. That's a weird response. That, that, that is so uniparty. You know, he, he's overjoyed to find that the spending levels is going up. Um, he, he, he's uniparty through and through. So, look, if, if you're an American who's uh, watching this, I know this hasn't been a particularly fun segment, but I had to follow up on it because, the, I mean, this is important because this debt problem is going to crowd out basically everything else. I've talked about it's going to crowd out the rest of the economy. It's going to force the hand of the government. It's going to make them behave in ever more rational things. Um, you know, this is the reason why you're not getting any sort of economic growth passed through to you. Um, you know, part of the reason why everybody feels like there isn't enough oxygen anymore when it comes to their own personal finances is because government is crowding out everything. So if you're an American who actually pays taxes, thanks to that wormy, devious little swamp creature that I just put up on screen, by 2025, when this current deal expires, you will owe, on behalf of your government, $300,000. That's your share of the debt has been accumulated three hundred thousand dollars if you're a u.s taxpayer right so um you know if you're an american or if you just care about western decline in general like this video uh send it to your fellow taxpayers so they can see how royally screwed they're getting and if you want to know more go on to the website um sign up watch brokenomics on lotuseaters.com where we get into this stuff properly it's only five pounds per month which is significantly less than what your government is spending on your behalf with that, we'll try and move something that'll yes. cheer us up. Which, uh, something light. I think genu genuinely is cheering up. Good. There's a plan. Anyway, German pride. Not, not something the rest of the world is that comfortable with. It never works of, out well, does it? Uh, I don't know. Just, just <laughs> that phrase alone makes me think, uh, where is this going? But it's Pride Month. And in the Anglosphere, the usual thing's happening of, yes. you know, stupid companies and governments. But, you know, as we went through, there's been a bit of a rebellion yeah. storm of the company's not doing it anymore. But the Germans have, um, you know, done what they've usually done and over-engineered a solution to never having to deal with Pride <laughs> Month ever again. I do genuinely... Well, I'm happy to be careful. I, I do admire on some level the Germans' ability to take everything to its logical conclusion no matter where it leads. Yeah, I've already heard Commandant. Anyway, so <laughs> we'll, we'll go through this. Starting off with ProdigeContingOnLotuses.com being Zeev Sternhelms, neither left nor right, which goes back uh, to the origins of fascism, which, funny right. enough, aren't actually German. The French. 
Yeah, just, that just people makes never sense. seem to that makes sense. figure that out. I mean, every bad idea basically comes from France, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, as the Germans are like, hmm, what if we mm. go to a million? Anyway, <laughs> but this time around, they managed to do something good. So far, I'm quite impressed. And as you can see here, yeah. um, a lot of this is going to be in German, of course. It's uh, Sturzmonat. Sturzmonat. Well, what does that mean, then? I don't speak Nazi. <laughs> anyway, but <laughs> it's a joke, of course. There are German followers. But it's Pride Month, and for them, what they've decided to do is instead of having anyone post any rainbows or anything, it's German Pride Month. So it's time to be proud of being German. Right. So underneath everything, they're not posting rainbows. They're posting the German flag or variants of it until the message is learnt. Damn it. So I do like that, On, but, but does it have to be Germany that does it? Well, they came up with the idea, so right. they're the ones doing it. I believe okay. it's the, I mean, the Alternative for Germany party, AFD. Oh, I quite like them. come up with this, and yeah. they're very good guys, so zero yeah. when. If you go to the next one here, we can see German pride, Deutschland wide. goes across, as you can see, the, the Alps, and um, I don't know, no swamp Germans in there, but a lot of memes being made, and as you can see in the accounts, what they do is they take their profile pictures, and then in the background put a little uh, German flag, because, of course, the German flag is not like... The US or the British, it's, it's just a series of stripes. Yes. Three of them, which is basically what the pride flag is originally as well. In which case, oh. what if we add a few more, as you can see in that design, and just scream German pride instead of your pride, which is cringe and no one cares or believes. Like it, so, yeah. I mean, German pride, Germany-wide, I think is okay. I think outside of Germany, that's... Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. when it starts going into Poland and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but we've got the Babylon Bee, because the Babylon Bee got a bit worried, as you can see from um, their representation of uh, where this is based and where it's not based. <laughs> so, Because there are very ver versions of um, the flag being used, of course, and as they write, Germans are flooding social media with pictures of German flags to troll Pride Month, and I'm laughing, but also a bit concerned, which is, <laughs> I don't know, understandable. People who speak English. Are Zuma Germans based then? Zuma Germans. Because I know I know millennial Germans aren't because I, I spent I'm, a bit of time I'm in Germany. Sorry for my conduct during the war. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, when I, when I went to Germany, like when I was a young man in my sort of twenties, they they were genuinely like that. They kept on apologising mm. for for the Nazis. Like it's fine, you know. You weren't even born, bro. Like yeah. none of us were born. Yes. It's just bants at this point. Yes. Like we remember the lessons, but no, like the bants we have we have between ourselves. It's yes. the same bands we have about each other's food. And, and, and they were also ridiculously sort of eco-mentalist, which has sort of tripped them up. But um, I'm, I'm just wondering if the Zoomers are, are better, the I don't German know. Zoomers. I, I'm not too in touch with German yes. political culture, but I did notice that the AFD did have a very nice youth wing and also yes. seemed to make a hell of a lot of sense. And uh, the Green Party seems to be dying, which is good. But to be honest, it's way better than, than being worried about being based or anything. It's, it's sort of this instead, which is you've got the loner... Oh, I'm for pride and progressivism sat in the corner doing nothing whilst yeah. the people having fun over there are just, you know, chanting Deutschland, Deutschland, but no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> but we the next one, we can yes. see this is the profile picture thing, which is the, you know, whole bunch of people decide to do this. I, I, w I was just going to sit here and show you a whole bunch of them, but there were just too damn many. Mm. I don't know how big of a thing this is having an impact in German social media, but on Twitter, at least, it seems to be huge. And it was number one trending. In German language Twitter yes. as well. This is making me like the Germans. I, I'm excited, for sure. I mean, good breakfasts and, and also this. Apart from that, they don't know what bacon is. I don't know. I, I really like their dinners as well. Yeah. Honestly, really? I, I'm really missing German food. Yeah, a bit uh, too much cabbage in the dinners. I don't have the cabbage. I was thinking just potatoes and meat. 
Because hmm. I know people mock England for like, oh, it's very basic. And it's like, no, but we have high quality meat and high quality yes. vegetables, so it works. Yes. And the Germans do too, I feel. But yeah. anyway, going to the next one, because as I mentioned, it's number one trending in the German language. You have, uh, you know, Pride Month there, one hour ago and just now, at number three, which um, then there's a whole bunch of... Do you know what that means? Who knows? <laughs> right. I don't know. Where are the Jews? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no! Sorry. But, uh, come on, you Germans. This is one thing yes. we, we do. But basically, what was happening in, in the German side of social media over the weekend was um, this, which if we uh, go to the next one, and we play this clip, I suppose. Let's enjoy. Fill it in a few different times just to kind of get it a real deep color. And then kind of go in here at the Because indeed, Pride Month is international nationalism as well. We're all invited, boys. Normally, I'm completely <laughs> confused by the memes that you show me, but that one, that, that's quite good. I think it's pretty clear. Yes. And as I mentioned, the AFD approves and seems to be doing well as well. Yes. If we scroll down on this, this is... Is um, banned yet? No, not quite. But this is um, polling in Germany, and it, as you can see, it's over the last three years. And you may have noticed that the AFD are now... Which, we, which line of the AFD? So we, we're not showing the full graph. We can scroll it to the right because you're not quite... The whole thing isn't on, on screen, John. I don't know if we can have uh, aspect, that happen. Aspect ratio trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, need, oh, there we go. But you need to get all the ah. way to the right. There we are. They're now neck and neck. Oh, that's good, isn't with it? With the Socialist Party, who have always been either in government or second biggest party. So the AFD have gone from, you know, struggling post, let's say, 2016. Oh, right. With, uh, you know, the, the woes... Europe has gone through, and now they've skyrocketed since July yes. to now the second or third biggest party in Germany, right next to the uh, <clears throat> conservative CDU. So German nationalism is rising. Good. Yeah. And I'm very excited because I really like the AFD. Yes. Like, they're very good boys, and all of the slurs and smears they've had over the years of like, oh, don't you know they're not? They're not. Not in the slightest. Yeah, right. No, no, no. Well, that annoys me, you see, because, you know, people are saying that, um, you know, National Socialism screwed up Germany, you know, last time. But but it was it was the socialism bit because it's, it's the socialism that always kills people because you, you can have the socialism bit without the nationalism bit in like, um, I don't know, Cambodia or, or France or China, and they still go around killing people. So with the problem of National Socialism, not the nationalism bit, which they always try and tell you was, it was the socialism bit. I agree. If, if you have the nationalism bit, you'll be fine. As long as you keep always, the socialism out of it. Socialism always ends up in genocide, whereas nationalism yes. typically ends up in closed borders, which, I don't know, yes. Germany kind of needs. <laughs> I yes. don't know if you noticed, but Mama Merkel didn't leave it in the best of spaces no. after leaving. But we have the next one, because everyone else in German politics is just crying, and rightly so, because, you know, you've got the, the communists and leftists, <laughs> and the Greens, who are just communists, so waste of time. And then you've got the, the, the free Democrats over there who are just political prostitutes. <laughs> I mean, just cry harder. Just- I, I, I like that they, they instinctively reach for Will Smith as an example of internationally recognised cuckery. Yeah, I mean, it really is um, the face of being a cuck. Speaking of cucks, we'll go to Queer Magazine, or at least Queer Germany, who decided to put out this article. The AFD are in are in, engaging in culture war. What are they doing? They, they're saying Pride Month is for Germany, not for queers. Imagine that. Oh, very sad, very sad. Maybe scroll down on this, because they have uh, some posts in here. One from the AFD, which is the first one you're going to get to in the text there. 
in which the AFD are just like, huh, good idea. Maybe it is Pride Month. Deutsche Pride Month. <laughs> <laughs> which, I mean, optically, it's just brilliant. Like, I just absolutely love it. Like, the biggest party in Germany, well, second biggest, is sitting there just being like, yeah, German Pride. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sat here getting German envy now because you... why can't we have a party like this? Exactly. I mean, this this is what's so beautiful. I mean, the AFD are genuinely sincere and, and competent yeah. and good guys by the looks of it. So I'm really excited that they're also willing to sit there and be like, yeah, no, that's, that's, that's engaging good things instead of being gay communists like our conservatives for some goddamn reason. So well, if yeah. we scroll down on this as more, we can see um, the left who decided to put out a post whining about it. They're like, oh, they're trying to get rid of the gays. We're like, no, no, no one cares about that. You don't care about that. Which is why you've been saying gay people need to start, you know, having sex with vaginas. Otherwise you're transphobic. Uh, uh, you don't care about the gays. You never did. You're literally just using them as a ploy to try and gain political power by mm. bashing people with the label homophobic if they didn't agree to whatever you said, which is usually just more socialism. Yes. If you don't like socialism, you're homophobic. So instead, um, no one seems to be listening to the leftists because, as noted, the AFD just keep getting higher and higher, and you can see the AFD's messaging essentially through here, which is like, yeah, LGB, Deutschland, Deutschland, Uberles, uh, TQ+, no, 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 leave. I, I'm pretty sure the AFD's message would resonate with about 60% of the population. The only reason it's 18% is because you've got so many people who get all of their news and mainstream media who have been told that they're a bunch of Nazis and they've never actually stopped and listened to anything they say. People who vote CDU. I mean, like, people, yeah. people who are old don't really listen. Oh, it's yeah. like, oh, things are happening. I want stability. It's like, I mean, no, no, guys. How, how to describe the average CDU voter i mean people with very low neuroplasticity is is, is, is essentially it careerists yes uh crypto leftists mm. mama merkel types yes i mean like these the these people eh, not going to lead germany to a bright future whereas um the fd i think might anyway moving on though because as uh. saying very specific uh you can see in the german press as well they also have the spd and the afd fighting over this which um pretty funny i mean i just love how the the people competing for second place in German politics are finding about whether or not Pride Month is about, you know, trans kids or German pride. I mean, I'm sorry, but their dialectic about what Pride Month means, I think, is going a bit further than ours, and I kind of prefer it. Because... When you put it, when you put it about like that, about what the the nature of the of the political discourse is. It makes you realise that we really are in the ashes of civilization at this point. <laughs> but at least one side is offering something that's useful, which is, you yes. know, maybe we should have some pride in our country. We don't really have a holiday for it, except like once a year, maybe. There's one day in your calendar. You mm. say something, I don't know, in Germany. But over yeah. here, we've got St. George's Day, but the establishment do everything they can to crush it. Oh, yeah. In which case, there's this whole month that's just sitting there <laughs> in the public consciousness that seems to have lost its relevance. And no one's doing anything with it. And I quite like that, actually, because the whole thing with, with the sort of leftist agenda is it sort of worms its way in and co-ops stuff. Hmm. So, actually, yeah, why can't we do that with Pride Month? Let's be having it, boys! Because it does say Pride Month, doesn't it? It, it doesn't It doesn't say coming month, which is, which is no. like my thing in the previous segment. It's, so, it's not got cummies written everywhere. Yes. Instead, it's got Germany written everywhere, which is much better. <laughs> so, Well done, Germany. I, I, I want to join in. So yes. we'll go to the next one here because there's some other stuff out of this. You can see, you know, just woke Twitter versus Pride Month Twitter. <laughs> We're just having too much fun. There's also um, the German company. So this is what to do, how to join in and how to make this campaign, which is Siemens, for example, over here. Mm. Not Siemens. No, different segment now. No. They decided to put up, as you can see there, their Pride flag with the trans colors and the black and brown stripes for dead people with AIDS and... <laughs> God. And then they've written some German words, so you know who cares. But yep. we, you don't need to read German to know what that says. 
Which is just like, oh, we agree with the current thing. Yes. Oh, do you? Well, it's very, very un-German of you. Anyway, but <laughs> if you scroll down to the responses, you may have noticed that um, basically everyone in the uh... German responses, I, I joined in with the German flag, but if you just keep scrolling, just keep scrolling, you can see there's a whole bunch of Germans calling them weird names. And then they just started re-photoshopping it with the Siemens flag with the German flag <laughs> or just posting Pride Month with the German flag, etc., etc. They're just like, you can't change the sex. Little British biologist there. But that's the rebellion, which is you take any company that's talking about pride and you go, ah, oh, thank you, thank you. Pride Month to you too. And then you post your national flag or a photoshopped copy of their company logo until we they get the damn message. got to start doing this. <laughs> Siemens or Saudi Arabia. No, no, interested. Speaking of which, we got a McDonald's because yeah. McDonald's Deutschland were the only McDonald's to um, engage in this yes. for some reason. And um, if we scroll down on them as well, they just have loads of German accounts being like, Deutschland, Deutschland, <laughs> über Pride Month. <laughs> so, there you are. And the question really is, are you sure you want pride? Are you absolutely sure that you want pride, my friends? Yes. Because, I mean, it's not staying with you. Instead, it's going to nationalism. Uh. Go to the next link here. Just pride everywhere. Join us. <laughs> anyway, so this is also probably the natural progression of Pride Month in the end. So I think the Germans have again taken it to the absolute as they usually do. But I mean, they, yeah, but they, they, they did it right this time. Yeah, they haven't well, cocked, so far, up, anyway. cocked up all of Europe. So, yes. <laughs> so instead, they're improving it. There's just some animation. Oh, bravo. Which you can see there, in which you have the original Pride flag who gets eaten by the trans Pride flag, who gets eaten by the next Pride flag, and <laughs> so on and so forth. As um. People cannibalize each other. <laughs> and then as they stand the loft thinking they're in power, Deutschland <laughs> comes out of nowhere. To... If you're listening to this, you ought to go and watch that one. That yeah. is quite good. You are missing out. I'll, I'll, I'll retweet that one if I can find it. If we go to the next one, we can see there's actually uh, a video as well where someone's put together just um, German pride stuff. Right. I suppose. Okay. And they've used Rammstein's Deutschland music. Oh, I like Rammstein as well. You so, know the Deutschland right, song? Breakfasts, nightclubs, Rammstein, and now Pride Month. I, those are the four <laughs> things I like from Germany. I always go to Germany for Pride Month. Why do you ask? <laughs> <laughs> I go for the nationalism. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they, they just have a whole bunch of stuff here. Um, obviously not too clued up on all the cultural references, but you know. Actually, where is Rammstein? Is, is he... Because everyone else in media, in, in sort of entertainment, is woke. Is he is he woke or is he is he all right? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, their their stuff is strange. Yes. I suppose because um they're actually nuanced at least in the in the Deutschland video that they did. Right. Uh, if people haven't watched it, it's it's a song called Deutschland. They did a really good job, I think, of of um, summarizing Germany. The only weird mm. thing on there, obviously, is the person who who personifies Germany in the music video is a black woman, for no given reason. Right. And so when people try and rationalize that they're just like okay obviously you didn't want to be called nazis because german nationalism is always just called nazis so you just made a black woman germany in the video it's, it's, it's the socialism yeah. it's not the nationalism but anyway pride month <laughs> we'll go well, to the okay. goal because there is a goal in this as well this is the goal uh... when pride month comes around and all german companies are not putting up rainbows but instead the german flag in their logos yeah. that's when we won boys that's the end of pride month we're not just doing this for no reason. Mm. It's not just doing this because, oh, it's a bit of fun. We have a goal in mind, and the goal is you will celebrate pride with us, company, brand, <laughs> and this is what you're going to do. So every three months or so in the UK, for example, we get this. You know, someone tweets something about Hovis bread having a flag on it. You never see this every couple of months? Uh, that, I mean, that's the sort of thing that I probably even wouldn't even notice. 
I make my own bread. So, but I mean, even even if I walk past it, I think I'd not notice that. Yeah, I, I, I am not sponsored by Hovis, but I would say that Hovis bread is probably the, the standard bread for the British. But every three months, you get some crap like this, for example. If you don't believe me, take a, a look. A, so this is a guy tweeting, as a customer, I do not want flags on my groceries. So that because somebody's put a British flag on a pack of strawberries. To be fair, I think he's got a point. I'm not wild about the flag myself. I think I'm that an image of a of a of a red coat bayoneting a Zulu would serve <laughs> just as well, or or maybe a 48 gunner sinking a French frigate. I mean, I, the, I either agree. of those yeah. would, would suffice instead of a flag. The point is national aesthetics. Yes. If you're going to sell me something, especially if you're going to you know be like, yes. oh, this is British such and such. National aesthetics need to be there. And that's the point mm. in which we know we live in a better country. And being in a lot of countries, things like that do make you appreciate the place. They make it more wholesome. And they make the place it, nicer. And like whenever I travel and I see other cultures being proud of their own nation, it doesn't offend me in the slightest. It's, it's like, it. this is why I've come here to see this. Otherwise, I would yeah. have just stayed at home, wouldn't I? Love it, love it, love it. Yes. And, and especially for immigrants as well, because if you immigrate to a country... Presumably you like it. I mean, maybe you're just coming for the benefits, yeah. but in which case, we'll screw you then. But if, if you're moving because you genuinely like the country, you're not going to be offended by that either. I mean, it depends who yeah. you're inviting, obviously, as yes. we mentioned. Yes. Mama Merkel's boys, really not improving them. Germany. Anyway, mm. international support to the international brigades of Pride Month. As you can see here, they've already started recruiting um, <laughs> voluntarily <laughs> this time. As you can see here, you can see uh, this is the Americans, for example, have started doing this. This is just a random lady I decided to uh, use. Good. Well done, Kerry. Demonstrate it. The Dutch have also gotten in on this. Um, you can see here we have Eva She's joining in. She is. She also, there is an imperial version for all the imperialistic nations of it's, Europe. It's, it's a chain being Dutch that her flag looks like it could be from the pride flag anyway, because you kind of have to but look that, twice. That's kind of the comic genius. Yeah. Because, of course, for the Europeans, all their flags are kind of just stripes, and then yes. that works if we want to use it. But as you can see, there is an imperial version as well, Ooh. because the imperial pride flag has now been replaced with the imperial flags of our nations. Do, do we have an imperial one? Uh, I don't think yet. The, the, we'll get to that in a minute. Ooh, okay. I'll explain why. Right. The Albanians also have their own version, because, um, <laughs> okay, <laughs> I mean, I don't think they need help with their pride. So I, you can't meet an Albanian without them talking about Albanian flags or flying Albanian flags. It's like the least nationalistic Turk turns yes. up in his car covered in Turkish flags. <laughs> anyway, speaking of which, go to the next one. I'm in. There we are. There's the, uh, the British flag that you can add on to put in your profile because I like fun. So <laughs> let's do it. Yep, I'm doing that. And uh, international nationalism will bring us victory, boys. And I think every month until we start seeing every company on Pride Month using national flags of the country they're actually associated with yes. instead of, you know, rainbows. Now, I think we could improve society. I think this would make society better if this happened instead of what is currently happening. This is superb. So why not do it? This is subversion. This is subversing the subverted. So if we go to the last one here, the Pride Generator. Ooh. So I don't know if you... I suppose you can click on that link so um, people can have a look as that person's pointing out there, which is you put in your profile, does the yeah. thing for you, and uh, there's a flag selection, which uh, they've done. Um, and you can also get an imperial flag of each country. Now, they haven't quite made an English one yet, or a British right. one, so that just hasn't got round to yet, although I'm sure they're yes. working hard on it. The uh, S-posters of Germany. Yes. Work day and night. <laughs> Finish oh, work, go home, do a fuck. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but that's German pride, which... Okay. Okay, lads. You did the big think, and you did a good think. <laughs> and uh, let's see where it goes, because like so it. far, I'm impressed. And the idea of what does victory look like in this regard... 
of having all the companies yeah. start using national flags instead of the rainbow one. That would be a better society to live in. Yes. Yeah, let's try and push for it. Why not? Love it. Good video comments. I don't know when, I don't know how, but something's starting right now. When will they learn? As time comes in, this can burn. Very good. Very beautifully done. I think we did a segment on um, Little Mermaid the other day in which um, Carl mentioned the budget oh, yes. was 350 million. They, they ended up getting 362 or something. And so I, I believe he thought that they'd, they'd made a very yeah. small profit off it. Turns out they didn't include the advertising costs. Yes. That money. So they needed to make over 500 million. So no, they, yeah, they have lost. And lot. it is kind of ironic because in... in um, Nordic cultures, the, the mermaid is, you know, what, what we think it is. But in... In African culture, the mermaid is basically like a demon creature. You kind of kill it on sight. I thought it was in European culture as well, because it's the siren core. Could be. Oh, it depends which version of the mermaid, I suppose, yes. you're dealing with. Like the nightmarish one or the, the cutesy. Oh, my God. Yes. All right. You ever okay. seen... Do um, you watch ER? No. All right, so he does like movie reviews. And uh, right. he recently, like, I think yesterday, released his version of the mermaid movie. Right. Very good. I'll say it to you. What, 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 what's this channel called? Uh, e colon R. So right. High rec- highly recommended. I'll check it out. That. The, the only other thing um, I did mention there that I'm going to mention, which is kind of funny. I hadn't thought about it before, but obviously it makes perfect sense. So in the remake of The Mermaid, they've got this like harem of mermaids. And of course, they decided that each one would be a different race for no given reason. So you've got like a Chinese looking one, you've got a African looking one, you've got I mean, to be fair, an African American one where they're not really black. But... If, if it's your harem, why, why wouldn't you do that? Well, it's not fair. really a harem. It's meant to be like Poseidon's daughters, right? Oh, but that's, they've, yeah. They've race swapped them all. That's so a bit you... Joseph Fritzl, isn't it? But the point being that you've got one like they've they've not even got just here's a black uh, mermaid. They've then got a light skinned black mermaid and then one white mermaid and so forth. And he pointed out, no, this is obviously to sell toys. And it just hadn't crossed my head, which is if you are a global ah. company. And you're selling toys in literally every nation on Earth, and therefore to every race on Earth. Why not insert forcefully racial yes. diversity into every aspect you can because it increases toy sales? I can see that pitch being made at Disney, and that's probably yes. the reason they did it in the Mermaid one, at least. Yes, and and just make sure you remove all the black characters when you put the poster up in China. Yeah, or you'd sell ten million dollars worth, and then <laughs> and then wonder why you bothered. Ah, <laughs> uh, I, I do wonder if that is gonna be the death of the race swap just the Chinese market while they're killing it <laughs> anyway sorry should we do some comments then yes right uh, Mr. Award says uh, I think we all know that woke normies are up uh, nobody cared when they were doing this thing in private most people except when they came out um, even the desecration of marriage didn't do it the destruction of the family entertainment institutions culture none of it roused the general population then they went for the kids and people started to notice these people better make amends or disappear before people shove them back into the closet with a vengeance. Yes. Yes. I think Peter Falls belong in the closet. I think everyone can agree on that. Or, 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 or somewhat below it. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Duck says, God, this episode was great. Yes. 
good point. Uh, I have to run to a work <laughs> meeting. <but I'll laughs> I agree. I am also fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll be picking this up later. Keep up the good work. White pill. Yes, very good. <laughs> no, I just made me laugh. I endorse this message. <laughs> but it's true. I mean, you know, I admire the man's honesty. Yeah, so Dan from Lotus Eaters says, uh, great job. Love the same. <laughs> uh, all right, Matt. Matt P says, uh, glory, holiness, Lamel. Yeah. Uh, S. Gill says, Callum, the pride and mosque thing was almost done by the far right in Sweden. Someone tried to organize a pride march through a Muslim-majority neighborhood. Uh, the left called it racist and provocative. <laughs> Couldn't explain why, though. Hmm. Uh, JC, the MO... <laughs> this just reminds me, Islam is right about women. Oh, it's yes, offensive. That, why that is was it offensive? Superb. Yeah. Silence. They, they still <sighs> tried to find somebody to arrest but they couldn't give a reason why. <laughs> JC says, the MOD must be trolling with that mess, trying to see how far they can push it. I don't know, man. I mean, we've seen the links in the RAF. Um, the, the military in this country, all branches, is just utterly cursed. Oh, we did a segment the other day, didn't we, on um, oh, useless white men. Yeah, that was the RAF oh, speech. fuck's sake. Shakespeare, or useless white male pilots. Yes. Best part. Because, like, you know, obviously oh, Battle of Britain. You I'm, know. I'm sick of useless white SAS men. <laughs> Worst, most most unuseful people on earth, the SAS. Anyway, Shaker Silver says Microsoft does own Diablo, which just released, so the Fire logo just makes sense there. But the timing is um, terribly unfortunate. <laughs> uh, indeed, Le French Debt says trans people are the most oppressed group in the world because they are oppressed by reality itself. I was rather hoping he was going to pick Le French German, but he went for Debt. Fair enough. Someone online says, in America, we had a huge fuel shortages and skyrocketing inflation in the 70s because of government interference. Yeah. Well, I cover that on Brokenomics. I think a lot of these comments detail. are in the wrong place. So that's that. Oh, yeah. Anyway, well, we'll just we'll just go through them, I suppose. The letter M is for me, myself, and not I. It says, I bet the red light in the trans lights are just a male symbol. Um, but they were a homogenous symbol that didn't look... Uh, Male or female, uh, I'm I think. not that familiar with the flag, to be honest. No, the lights. Remember the traffic lights you get in centre of London? They have transgender oh. symbols. Yeah. Yes. Big Ed. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have to advertise it. I, for one, am glad that all the Dylan stuff has finally killed the momentum of pride. We just need to keep the pressure on them to ensure they neither backslide later this month nor go back to their old ways next year. Yeah, I think the German solution to the pride... No. <laughs> <laughs> The, the German solution, um, I think, can, can help us ensure that no backsliding takes place. Yeah, yeah you have to be very careful with talking about Germans and solutions, don't yeah, you? Yeah. Justin B says, oh, I, I just I just love making jokes about Germans, though, because it just descends into, let's talk about Zivor. <laughs> well, e e even, e even if you're trying very carefully not to. Yeah. I mean, that Monty Python sketch will never get old. I, I think which, which one was that? The one where they're like, don't talk about Zivor. Constantly that, trying not to bring up the Nazis. Towers, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, 40 Towers, sorry. Well, no, I, the, the, Mon the Monty Python one that was funny about the war is that um, they, they come in in a big big fuss because the Germans aren't taking the war seriously anymore. <laughs> what? I have, have I, did I miss that one? What happens? Yeah, they're just, they're just not taking the war seriously and, and they don't know what to do about it. They're just messing around. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to enjoy that after this. But where was I going with all that? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Well, so, um, something about... Um, the seriousness. Like yes. So the um, the, the fact that I don't know about you, but even when I'm around Germans, I do constantly have that voice in the back of my head that's like, bring up support, bring up support. It's funny. Do it, do it. <laughs> and then the, the reasoning part of your head is like, no. Yeah, I mean... It's, 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 He's 18, it didn't serve. I, I was quite mean to the Germans on a podcast recently because basically I made the arguments that um, 
um, that AI should should take over the running of Germany. And my my logic was <laughs> is that Germans are the German government is so bad that it, it it won't hurt. So you basically you you test run AI on Germany, and the outcome will be either the good outcome for AI, which is it solves all their problems, or the bad version of AI, in which case they they try and take over the world. But that's basically just what Germany does anyway. Yeah. So you wouldn't notice any difference, it, <laughs> and you you might as well like test bed it there. And and I had loads of Germans. Um, that it seemed to go viral in Germany, and um, I had loads of Germans coming on it and saying, "Yeah, fair enough." <laughs> so <laughs> so it's, it's, I'm not being hateful of anything. You know, yeah. I, I, I genuinely do like German breakfasts and, and Pride Month. <laughs> that's that's the actually we do the wrong things. segment, are we? Oh, sorry. Oh, I got a couple more, but um, oh, okay. Peter P Peter. I think it is Peter, but the, the foreign version. Peter. Dutchman says, oh, uh, that street with infinite pride flags is very much like Nazi Germany swastikas flags images. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they very much is. Uh, yeah. Brandon Tom says, do you want Al-Qaeda? Because that's how you get Al-Qaeda. <laughs> I do have a guilty pleasure. You know, I listen to a lot of weird music, mostly propaganda. Yes. Actually, we were talking about that when you went out for lunch. Yeah. My... Because you left your headphones on. Yeah. I, um, so my playlist right now, yeah. I usually have a, a bit of a taste for something and right. get into that. So Pride Month, um, I've noticed I did this last year and now, subconsciously, Arab music, overwhelmingly. But all the, all the whistles and the clapping and yeah, the... just I've got playlists for the Bathist stuff at the moment. I've been listening to. There's right. uh, there's a few, amazingly, I don't know how these are on YouTube, but there's a, there's a load of Palestinian ones as well. But the thing about them is they're really anti-Semitic. So <laughs> like there's one song I'm listening to, and it's I'm like, oh, this is pretty banging. Let's go listen to the lyrics, and I go and check the lyrics. It's just about yeah, killing the Israelis. Um, in, and, and, in, in much and YouTube, worse language, and YouTube is absolutely fine about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, on on any normal video, you you make some you know risque reference to an early life check on Wikipedia, and and somebody's trying to deplatform you. But well, even the, but the um, Palestinians can just just whatever really. And so, war music that's pro Russian war right now. It's a pro Russian side. Yes, and there was a bunch of those. They're all deleted now. Huh. They used to be up about a month ago. Now they're all gone. All single one of them. I can't find them. Right. Mostly the uh, Wagner stuff. So right. they've all been... Presumably the grainy ones are still up there. Uh, I can't find the ones I'm looking for anymore. So uh, that's okay. that's happened. Right. But, you know, hmm. if you want to praise Palestine, La Hogba. Dogenes Nuts says, Have we considered that all these new flags are just grifters racing to make next inclusive pride flag so that everyone has to go out and buy the new flag, presumably from making them a bunch of money in a couple of weeks? Yeah, this is more true than you think. So the original one, I believe, is not copyrighted. They're just rainbow. Yeah. The one with the chevron, I believe, it is, and then the new one with the intersex one that obviously is copyrighted as well. So that person's ah. getting paid royalties. Ah, that's yeah. interesting. Because the 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 new new pride flags, I'd go out and buy one of those. I'd happily part with my money for what, one of those. The Deutsche Pride. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I want one. <laughs> We're gonna make a British version. <laughs> anyway, Joan of Arc says you can't genocide traits that aren't genetic, and LGBT is one hundred percent non-genetic. Yes. Did they ever find the gay gene there? I never really got to the bottom of that. Is there a gay gene? Uh, I, I don't know. Oh, all right. Well, moving on. Yeah. Just thought you'd know. Just for no reason. No, never looked into <laughs> it. I've got, I've, I've got chat GBT open. I, I could ask it. Actually, no, it's, it's going to no, give it's, me a... It's going to yeah. be like... It's going to give me a posed answer, isn't it? Word diarrhea out there. Yes. Richard's... Something says, Pride is no longer about gayness, it's about subversion, like all leftist Marxist pedo causes. 
Uh, ban this S. No one wants it's just like immigration. In all right, I, I, <laughs> yes. Don't think I need to read the rest of that. I think everyone got your point. <laughs> but definitely can't the, read the last line. Move on to the debt ceiling. Yeah, go on then. Uh, so, Mr. Silver says no administration or Congress wants to take the blame for government defaulting on its debt. They will endlessly kick the can down the road for the next admin and take the blame, like perhaps a second incoming Trump administration. Well, that's the thing that they wouldn't have defaulted because the US is still collecting four trillion every year in um, revenues and it's just spending six. So even if you basically just cut away the, the deficit, it can cover all the mandatory spending and and the debt stuff and have a, a bit left over for, you know, pushing, um, you know, bumming in Pakistan or whatever it is that they, they, they feel important to do. You just wouldn't be able to do quite as much of the bloat. So, I mean, it, it wouldn't even lead to a default, but they, they put that out there to make you think that they sort of have to do it, and they don't. So so the GOP could have just stuck to their guns. Um uh, Miss Rat says, uh, this imbalance between debt, GDP growth and inflation makes me wonder if there's another Great Depression around the corner. Well, possibly we're in it. Um, however, instead of private citizens spending money they don't have hand over fist, the government spends money they don't have. Makes me want to buy a couple of thousand dollars worth of gold or silver. Tell you something interesting. So probably should. I was out walking uh, yesterday and I see the state agents around here. They've got a whole bunch of new signs. Zero deposit mortgages. Ooh. I'd never heard of that. I don't know if you would ever. Yeah, no, that was a big thing back in the early 2000s. Yeah, how did that go? Blew up massively. Yeah, so I, I saw that and thought, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. So you have to have been renting for 12 months. It's there. So I went in and asked the lady, and I'm like, so that, I just want to make some chat. Like, people do this? She's like, yeah, loads of people come in and do this and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, so how does this work? Because this can't be financially viable. Not interested in the slightest. Not inter- I started asking about the housing market just some questions. Not interested in answering any of those questions. <laughs> All she wanted was my contact details. She was insisted, look, we'll get you one in a, in a jiffy. Like, no problem whatsoever. I'll get someone to call you tomorrow. I was like, oh, that's right. really worrying. Yes. Like, you're not even slightly hiding the fact that this is just you trying to make money. Oh, I, I, doubt, I doubt the person behind the counter understands this on any level. I don't know. She, she seems to... But it's just the thing of, like, the here's a terrible deal... No one thinks about the long-term consequences. Just sell, sell, sell now. Yes. And if they're offering that... Well, that's like the early 2000s. In fact, in the early 2000s, you even got to the point where it was a minus 5% deposit. Where they would... What? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what? They, they would basically... Um, uh, the bank would buy the house for you and then give you 5% of the value on top so you could go out and buy furniture. Put in it. So you, you started out 105% in debt. Yeah. But you know, then then two thousand and eight happened, and they they thought, well, you know, probably probably better stop doing this, and we'll bust now. So, yeah. So I don't know about that, but yes. I, I, um... But yeah, no. In answer to Ms. Rat's point, yes, uh, gold and silver probably not probably not the worst idea you could have. Um, Mr. Powers says apparently there's been a decrease in M2 for several months, so that, that's the uh, total amount of money uh, sloshing around, uh, and this would lead to an actual deflation. Uh, would that still make a bit of difference? Yeah, I mean, there are massive... I mean, I'll go into this more in, in, in Brokeonomics, but there are massive deflationary trends, and these deflationary trends are getting stronger. If you want to get more on that, go to the um, the Jeff Booth episode, uh, which I did. Um, but um, I, I, So there were different views in finance about the, the ultimate effect of where that goes, deflation versus inflation, and my thinking is that no matter how much deflation there is, uh, they can basically just print more because printing is easy. Um, the French debt says Trump loved 0% interest rates, um, but they were just traps. I mean, presumably he means traps as in the traditional meaning. Um, government <laughs> borrowed more money, uh, spent it, and when the time for refinancing, the interest rates are no longer as good. I mean, yeah, there's the thing. He's, he's like Trump. He, Trump just spent all the money he could anyway. 
So it's, it's like it doesn't make any difference if you vote for the other party. They're all just gonna they're all just gonna increase spending as much as they can. Oh, well, this is a good one. Arthur Knock, I think. I must be getting that wrong. Sixty uh, percent of our federal uh, government budget in the U.S. is Social Security and Medicare. A uh, failing system. We're dead before I get to that age. But our politicians are too cowardly to rip the band-aid off. If we did that uh, and controlled the debt ceiling, we would uh, we'd be able to stop this. Now uh, the debt is larger than the economy. Proof of cowardice is they pushed any debt talk after the twenty twenty four election. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, yeah, it's it's especially all insurance programs is what's blowing up the West because uh, the the short and again I go into this more in brokenomics, but the short version is um, the boomers were a very large generation in a very small world. And they thought, okay, well, let's just be generous to the old people above us because there's not many of them, so it doesn't matter. right? And then the boomers themselves got old and they've got all these entitlements and it can't possibly work. It, it, was, it was a system designed for a small number of old people and now there's you know loads of them. Oh, and also, um, I think one in five boomers is a, is a millionaire. Yeah. So they, they, just, they just don't need it. That's something yep. I found out the other day. So healthcare costs, NHS. Yes. Obviously, the older they are, more it costs. And everyone says, you know, fair enough. I mean, yeah. then you'll be taken care of when you're older. No, no, you won't. Well, so if you're if to take care of someone who's 85, hmm. it's the same amount of money as taking care of eight people who are 40. Hmm. Yes. On average. Yes. So do you save one 85 year old or, or eight people in their 40s? It, it sort of fundamentally doesn't work because the. Because we, we, we loads of other government debt is, is uh, they, they try and inflate it away by just saying okay well we lent all this money out and then we inflate it away and then we don't have to pay it back. But with the, the problem with Medicare and uh, the NHS is it isn't a, it isn't a dollar or pound amount that they promised. What they've promised is we will keep you alive forever, even and, when you're eighty nine. Yes, and, so it was... and, and and as medical technology advances and the drugs get more expensive and all the rest of it that basically just becomes completely unviable because you cannot inflate it away because the promise is in medical goods and services is not in dollars or pounds that you can just inflate away. So we, we just, we're just heading towards a, a massive crash with all of this stuff. I mean, it's uh, a really uncomfortable conversation because I know one wants to have it and especially it gets yes. poisoned by the fact, you know, if you're younger, obviously it looks like you're trying to kill old people or something. Yes. And it's like, well, you're old, you'll want it. Yeah, of course everyone would want yes. it. But, you know, everyone. Oh, wants... no, I want it for my parents. No, but like everyone wants to live forever it... and be rich and all the rest of it. Yes. But it's, it, it really is that thing of, okay, how much can we actually afford without destroying the whole mm. society? Yes. And. Uh, yes. I, I don't know. I, don't, I mean, in, in in sort of Viking cultures, you know, you, you, you got to, you know, whatever was considered old, which is presumably like 55 or something back then, and you would just sort of wander off into the woods and not come back so that you wouldn't be a burden. I was watching, yeah. um, there's this guy on Joe Rogan. There's this nomadic tribe in Africa he went and hang out with. And what they do is when someone gets, I think it's like 40 or something, that's considered old, and yeah. they just kill them. Like the tribe gets together and kill them. And they're not even upset about it. They're not like, oh God, I just killed my grandma. They're just they're happy move on because they understand yeah. that's how life works. Because if someone's getting too mm. slow, they can't keep up. Well, they're having a good life. All right, they're dead, move on. Yeah. Mad, obviously, but... Speaking as a forty-year-old, I don't. Yes, don't like that. Yeah, being but I, killed but I under, by a family. I yes. mean, not really anyone's idea of heaven. Yes, but it, it's just weird how the the conversations about death in the West have we, we've got to the point where we're like, well, we're especially in my family, trying to live forever because they're all women. I mean, they they would they would botch it. They would just what? <laughs> well, you know how women just can't. <laughs> 
stab women. Things. Terrible at killing. Yes. No, no they're not. I mean, they're, they're just, they're just well, famous, right. they're just famous for being wrong. bad at it. So, I mean, they would. I would just end up getting stabbed about 50 times and then getting fucked off and do it myself. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't like that, yes. Understandable. Right. German pride. All right, yeah, yeah. So, oh, no, hang on. There's there's, there's one uh, more. Le French debt. Um, US people love to make jokes about French surrender, uh, but they have have they looked at GOP? Yeah, actually, fair point. Yeah, fair point. Oh, God. I imagine but sort yeah, of French stumbling surrender. along. You yeah. can't really keep up in the tribe, and then you see you've only got women in your family. You see, oh, shit, give me the knife. <laughs> God. Yes. Uh, uh, so on German pride, Henry Ashman says, national pride, you say. Time to start blasting Royal Britannia at the top of the volume every single day. Yeah. Omar Avad says the magic of memes is being able to communicate an entire plethora of ideas across language barriers with a simple image. I don't speak German, but I understand every single point mm. they are making without a single spoken word. They are crushing every single lefty argument with a flag. Uh, <laughs> immigration, LGB, national pride, all rolled into one based. Yeah. I, I will say... It must have been terrible before, because I mean, oh. I've had it even when we went to Afghanistan, and the Taliban are showing you their memes, and you you all laugh because they're hilarious, and you all understand each other, and there's a weird instant bond you get, uh, and it's it's like when I you go to Germany or you go to right. wherever else, and you go there and you meet people who are ideologically similar to you, right? Yes. You go and meet right wingers in another country, yeah. instant bonding, yeah. super easy, right? Yeah. Same thing, but just because we have memes. Yes. And. Living in a world without that would be awful. So, before the internet, yes. the hell with it. Oh, I, I remember, a, remember, remember a time before memes. It was it was a bleak time. What did you bond over? I mean, uh, you got a foreign land. So you just well, you you basically just ended up bonding with people that you went to school with because you didn't really know anyone else. Grim. Yes. RJL says, "How do we get better parties? Get rid of first past the post. It's not it's not a panacea. Um, it's it's a good idea for the UK, I think, because I, I'm." Yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe it's part of it, but I mean, there's other countries that don't have first past the post, and they still, they yeah, still get the uniparty crap as well. You know, in France they've got Le Pen, in Spain yeah. they've got Vox, in Italy they've got um, Madame mm. Mussolini over there, in Germany they've got the FD. I mean, they've got yeah more successes than we do, not using first past the post. Yes, I mean, quite why Le Pen hasn't won yet. I can't quite figure out. Shaker Silver says, oh, there's plenty of proud to be German, like being the steward of failing EU and also Russia's gas bitch. Hell of a will. The letter M is for yes. me, but not for I, says, this German pride thing they have done is genuinely the best thing I have seen all year. That yes. was pretty good, too. Yes. General Haiping says, Rammstein have a whole video about German pride. It's a glorious mockery of everything pride-related. Worth a watch. Oh, a new one? Oh, is that German? So hang on, is that is that German? So is that the new German Pride or the old German Pride? I've only ever seen Deutschland, which is right. the, the music video. Yes. Right. Right. George Hap says uh, the Pride Month idea is brilliant. National Pride is a positive influence that directly contrasts the pride of being a general. <coughs> yeah. That's also a great point. Also, people finally recognise that the alphabet flag is that of a conquering nation. Mm. Yeah, the more we think about this, the more I like the idea. Mm. Shoker Silver says, Callum, post 9-11, saw everything slapped with an American flag. It was not a better country for it when that pride was abused for neoliberal chauvinist wars and intentionally uh, suspending rights for the sake of the country. Well, I agree with that. Uh, I'm not talking about giving the government some kind of um, causes. Yeah. Benefit, I think. But, uh, I mean, but I mean, America just does that all the time anyway. 
Yeah, you could argue. I mean, it, it, it's, it's not like they all get together and think, oh, oh this year we're gonna we're gonna take we, we're just not gonna do any wars. I just think a bit. I mean, I don't think every. So let's say we succeed, yeah. and every Pride Month is National Pride Month. I'm not um, worried that that will be abused into turning into you no. know every year a new war or something no. like that. I, I'm not saying that no, nationalism the people, the people can't be abused. Want to do wars will do it anyway. I I, I fully understand the point in taking yeah. on board, but yeah. um, I think having a Pride Month every year where we celebrate National Pride, I don't think that would do more harm than good. Mm. Compared to what we currently have, that that's my pitch, really. Mm. Uh, Ewan Baker, bet they are fine with the EU flag on their stuff that comes uh, over the pond. Um, yeah, yeah, okay. You're talking about those people who moan about British flags. If they see oh, right. something from yeah. LD with the EU on it, go, oh, so it's a, yes, it's yes. from Europe. <laughs> Lib Dems. Anyway, Thomas Howell yeah. says to Reform UK, see that? That's what the AFD are doing. That's what you should be doing, you utter spoons. Yeah, well, you yeah. know, we can all learn from each other, so. Yeah, Reform, I mean, a- aspects to like, but they, they kind of pull their punches so much. I don't know. I mean, they're not doing anything wrong in the no. sense of... No, they're on the I, right I've, track. I've never but... seen them say anything wrong or anything like that. It's just um, campaigning, marketing is not the levels of competence that others have, mm. which... I'm, I'm, I'm quite okay. pro them, but... Yeah, I mean, the campaign and the lessons, marketing... Lessons to be potentially learned here and there from the AFD, so I'll take the point on that one. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we all need to be learning from each other, really, in that yes. regard, and um, stuff for reform to learn, which, you know, it's not really a yeah. criticism, it's just how we make it better. Thomas Howell says, oh, I know, just read that. Yeah. Le French Debt says, unless the AFD wants to leave the EU, the Euro and NATO, they will not achieve anything, no matter how good those boys are. They they have had to, um, they did initially, I believe, want to do uh, leaving the EU, was their platform a oh, few years that, ago. Is that not on the platform anymore? And the reason it got taken out is because of the German population. Because, of course, it's a German empire and they're quite happy with that. So it's a sacrifice in terms of um, the perspective of uh, getting votes but when you go and speak to them we're like yeah but we're not for expanding this we're not for making this stronger because this is clearly you know a new german empire which we don't really want yes like we want to rule germany not all of europe we've kind of grown out of that but i mean it, it started off as the german empire but then it got stuffed full of debt and it kind of made sense i mean in 2008 there was actually talk of germany leaving the eu mm. because it was so stuffed full of debt it was time to walk away from it I mean, basically push all that debt out there and then and then just leave. Leave it on Greece, kill yeah. Greece and leave. <laughs> but but now, I mean, but 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 the whole the whole EU is underpinned by the German economy, basically. And the German economy was underpinned by cheap Russian gas, and that's just gone. Mm. So so now they've got an, an industrialized nation that can't afford to turn the machines on. Oh, you know, the EU got so many other big economies that could bail them out, such as Yeah. Yeah, good luck, boys. Yes. Joe Shamo says, I ask you, do you want total... <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm not reading that because I, I know where that goes. <laughs> oh, I find it funny. I mean, it's really how you tell who knows the history and who doesn't when, when you see stuff like that. <laughs> uh, good joke, nevertheless, though. You missed Ron. Oh, apparently I sound like a Canadian when I do the German accent, which... um. That's actually uh, a good point. Well, so I can speak a not a good amount of German, but enough yeah. to have a couple of conversations whenever I go to Germany, and like just explaining. I used to years ago, but it sort of atrophied. Yeah, I haven't used it for a long time. But I, um, I spoke to someone about it, and they they said I sound like a an SS camp officer when I'm speaking German, though. Which is probably because I, I learned a lot of it from war games. 
So right. you're, you're playing Company of Heroes okay. and you pick up everything they're saying. Everything I learned is from Sniper Elite kind of thing. That's sort of right. bad idea, it turns out. That was from an Austrian guy, though. You know, it was really funny. He served in the, because uh, you get conscripted still in right. the Austrian uh, military, if you're Austrian. Oh, okay. So he went and served in, uh, I think it was a mountaineering brigade. He did. Yeah. And um, he told us that they still are allowed to sing some songs that the German army isn't. So like, the, you know, the Panzerleid song? Do you know Panzerleid or not? No. Okay, so people look up Panzer and then Lied, L-E-I-D, at the end of the word Panzer. Not not light as in L-I-T-E. So I think it's L-I-E. Yeah, whatever, just right. look up Panzerleid, it'll come up. Okay. And there's a very famous song of them like um, stamping their feet and singing it that's been in yeah. a few German movies that are legendary. So apparently what they would do is they would all just gather around and sing Panzerleid yeah. in their German uniforms <laughs> in the military. And it was Actually, like, I, I think... If, if if you want people who still sing a lot of the old German songs, you kind of want the Ukrainians, don't you? No, no. <laughs> not that kind. But you no, know, it's not a Nazi song either. It's just the, yep. the the German military went so far in the spurging that they've they've even banned songs that have nothing to do with Nazism, like Panzerleid. But yes. um because the Germans have banned it and the Austrians haven't, it's seen as um edgy, but it's not. But it's it's just a good song. Mm. So there's actually <laughs> that go on YouTube. Type in Panzerleid Japanese Orchestra. And, um, because I think that's probably the best rendition of it. And of course, so I, uh, sorry, L I E D at the end of that. Yep. And then Japanese Orchestra, because for some reason, the Japanese are the ones who did it best, which, you know, all the comments are just like, oh, good so to see you, the alliance. You're, you're, still sufficient, there. you're sufficiently familiar with this that you know the best version of it. Yeah. Anyway, there we go. It's, it's this one. I also love how the Japanese are just pig ignorant in World War Two. So they're just like, oh yeah, German style, it's high quality. <laughs> you recognise? I, I don't know. I don't know if it's, they just don't care. Do, do you recognise or not? No. Yeah, he's ringing a bell somewhere. Anyway, keep it running as we do the outro. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Happy but, Pride Month, everyone. Yes. <laughs> if you want more from us? Go to thelowsiers.com if you want uh, more German stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, go and check out German Twitter. I'm sure they're doing something funny. Otherwise, we'll be back tomorrow. Enjoy Pride Month. Come however you wish. <laughs>